The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. Test. Mm. So test. Mm. Testing. It's time. It's not time. We gotta wait. It's time. No, we need some silence first. <laughs> we gotta wait till the planes lift. This is recording the whole time, is it? Yes. Just shh. Okay, this time. Is it time? No silence. Is it time? <laughs> the bells say yes. <sighs> so before we get started on our podcasting of low facts, I guess we should um, address the gerbil in the room. What's that? Some of you have may have noticed that uh, some episodes have been like reposting. Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a mystery, but we got our crack technical staff onto it, and uh, I think that is no longer going to be the case, or yeah. it should be. That that issue has been resolved. It's just one platform, though. But anyway, uh, you did say that you kind of wanted to talk about something this time. Well, it's it's something that I have an issue with, and it's basically people doing what I consider to be stupid stuff. And just kind of expecting, and this isn't a theme, this is a theme we've talked about before, but it's it's the person that does the stupid thing and then just kind of expects everybody else to accommodate and be fine with it. And I get really worked up about that stuff. Whether it's somebody who's just so clueless that they're not, they got no situa- situational awareness going on or they don't care. And they just sit there and... I get really, really mad about it and kind of like stupidly worked up about it. And the question is, is it a good thing for us to sit there and just kind of accommodate other people doing stuff, doing, doing things stupid, doing, doing things badly or doing things in a manner that just doesn't take into account other people? Does it help at all to think or know that you are also that person? Or does that not come into the equation? Well, shit. Well, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to bust on you or anything, but we're all that person. I think it would help, but I, that doesn't really... Just not in the heat of the moment? And I'm I get not, you. I'm not sitting there thinking in the heat of the moment, oh, <clears> I, <throat> I do this shit. I'm just like, what? what is this person's problem? Right, but... Everyone has that, that first initial thought. There's no way to stop that. The, the thing is, is, after you have that thought, do you ever think, well, should I do that too? Probably. Not that exact same thing, but you're all... Very rarely do I have that thought. Okay. Because usually I'm looking at the person and saying, how can you be so unaware of those around you? Yeah. And it's usually in a, in a capacity of someone who's doing something illegal... It's, it's often on the road. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just pulling up in a spot that just is, is just basically 
making life really, really difficult for everybody else, doing some kind of an illegal maneuver, having no, you know, being behind the wheel and having no concept that there's other cars on the road. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's mostly driving. Yeah, but at that point, I think it's helpful to really know what you're met at. I mean, you couched it yourself. You said they're just not aware of other people. When that shit happens to me, I don't give a fuck about other people. I'm just thinking about me. I'm like, why are you, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not. Well, I lump myself with other people that I'm like, this person's inconveniencing everybody. But that only happens when you're being inconvenienced. Well, yeah. I'm one of those people. But it's not everybody, is my point. In life, there's always winners and losers in every single thing. And I don't know if it's because of chemistry, the laws of chemistry or whatever it is. Who's the guy? He was like the tax collector for the for Louis the Sixteenth. I don't know. His name starts with an F. Lord, Lord, I got fucked because um, he did get beheaded. But he was also a really good chemist in his spare time, <laughs> which apparently you can have loads of. Who, who was he? Who's this guy? Uh, he was the. Uh, his name starts with an F, and I forget his name. But he was uh, he was the tax collector for Louis the Sixteenth. Okay. He was a lord, so. French Lord back then was pretty much as close to God as you can get on earth. And why did he get beheaded? Because he was the tax collector for Louis. <laughs> and he okay. was a lord. Right. Okay. And he was a he was a French aristocrat, but he, he's the one that came up with the uh, idea that um, there's no creation or destruction of matter. It just changes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because he was a chemist. Yeah. It was a, he was a he was a chemist like 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 uh, he was like the weekend chemist like there are like I'm a weekend lawyer so I I've watched a lot of Law and Order episodes and so. he just figured out matter well he would do experiments and yeah. stuff because he had loads of money <laughs> um, but he must have been very learned too to figure that out well yeah he was an aristocrat he's the only person that yeah but there were plenty of aristocrats that weren't learned when I mean well yeah there were plenty of stupid aristocrats yeah but. So, sorry for the aside, but... No, I understand, because I get that too, right? I get, I get hacked off at people driving and... Or, or people leaving shit out on the curb. Yes. Um, leaving shopping carts out. I Coming into the office today, um, very clueless driver uh, almost sideswiped me. <laughs> yeah. And I honked my horn, and that person didn't even react. And as I passed that person, that mm-hmm. person still didn't react. And it kind of looked like that person was driving and playing with a phone mm-hmm. but your your reaction is the same that's that's almost that's but i get so angry like it's not well, it's, yeah. it's disproportionate well, maybe that says more about you than it does about them yeah really you know without without trying to make it sound like i'm being no it's, it's you no but it's true it's true it's just like i'm like i'm like i need to just I don't know what the answer is, though. Well, I don't think you need to do anything, quite frankly. Because the world will react to the way you act or react. So, you know, people are talking about, I'm not happy with this or I'm not happy with that. You know, things need to change, which we all do, right? Short answer is, no, they don't. (laughs) They haven't for as long as there have been humans in existence. I don't know how... Or why you or I are so special that things are going to magically change around us. <laughs> um, but because I remember, I remember somebody 
once trying to couch curbing your road rage when somebody's driving speedily or doing something, whatever, right? Um, to say, well, what if they've got a child in the car and they're, you know, trying to get them to the hospital? My first thought is, why wouldn't they call an ambulance? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of times the way people try to uh, talk me down from stuff. Is to say you're not putting yourself in the shoes of that other person. Well, in that example, in that specific example, yes, but... My, my point was going to be something a little bit more macro in, in terms of the way a lot of people try to um, give me advice or try to help me deal or think they're trying to help me deal with stuff is to say some things and um, it just makes me matter, especially when a woman is saying these things, not to poo-poo. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to say not to poo-poo on women. Fuck that shit. Whenever I get advice, it tends to just piss me off because I'm the type of person that just wants to kind of deal with it on my own and come to some kind of uh, conclusion. I've been, I'm like that when I'm sick. Yeah. When I'm ill or not feeling good, I don't want, I want to be the only person in existence. I don't want to see another person ever. And that is, uh, that is quite foreign to a lot of people, especially the people that want to help me. And, so, and I'm, I'm just like, leave me alone. You want to help me? Leave me alone. Get away from me. And I don't think that's a very common reaction. Yeah. So, um, so in that sense, we're all, we're all kind of different. So that, that leads me to another question, or I guess it's a related question of the whole idea of empathy or the whole idea of like love for your fellow man yeah that like I don't think that should mean that you that you let somebody do some stupid stuff right like like how was that is it if you're going to have empathy that doesn't mean that that anything goes I don't think I always kind of looked at it like um like if you're if you're an empathetic person running around that does that mean that you're supposed to just kind of? I mean, that doesn't mean that you should be a doormat, you know. Well, not at all. But what I was going to say is, I kind of the way I kind of treat letting people get away with stupid stuff uh-huh. is kind of like, well, I want to get away with my stupid stuff. So, <laughs> but the, but that's the whole. <clears throat> Isn't that the whole like floodgates argument? Like if, if if you can't beat them, join them. If you're like, if everybody's doing stupid stuff and you're the one person or the the small group of people that's still trying to do things right and do things in a way that's not stupid, I I, I need a better term than stupid. Yeah, because 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 there's no right or wrong answer to these things. Is the really hard part about it. Yeah, but if you just if you just have the attitude of like, well, well, it's like the whole. Remember, we've talked about the cheating thing before. And even, like, like if everybody cheats, but then it's like even then you're even like, oh, cheating I might as well cheat too. Even cheating isn't isn't the correct word for a lot of the stuff we're talking about. It is cheating, but people are like, well, that's not really cheating. That's just what everybody's done. Well, for example, there are there's a pretty significant number of people, a significant percentage of the population that think that one political party cheated right. in the previous election. Right. Funnily enough, when the party that won 
Yeah. Whenever they lost, they say the same thing. The other party cheated. This was horrible. But whenever you win, it's all of a sudden the safest, most honest, most best, most best, you know, best carried out circumstance ever. That just makes me think of the, this is the most important election in our lifetime. Well, it every can time. be. It can be, right? Because it's, well, it's, every, it's every election, though. But right. But it, it's, this is the most important election. you got to vote. It can be. That, that, I'm How not. How can every election be the most important election? Well, the last along? one, the last one passed. Right. The one that you're doing now is the most important election that you can. <sighs> but that's not what they mean when they say that, though. Well. It's always like, you know, our democracy's at stake. The constitution's at stake. The country's at stake. You know. Yeah, and they're, you know, they're doing what they can to secure their advantage. And like I said to you before, right, if you can't, if you, if you, if you, if you can't argue with that, right, you can't, you can't sit there and say, oh, it's horrible that they're trying to secure an advantage because you want to be able to secure your advantage. Yeah. So, you know, if you're really just out to secure your advantage and be like the rational actor that economists like to point out, you know, the, or Uh lawyers, right, the fictional, reasonably prudent person. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so these people are just trying to do what they can to to get by. Well, then that argument can just as easily be put on everyone. And so basically everyone's doing what they can to get by. So really you can't fault anybody, right? But hang on. We've we've had this discussion about shopping carts before. And we have. Like, it starts with shopping carts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's where it starts. Like if people... I think it starts with the small things. It starts with the small things and the small things are... Doing, doing the right thing when it comes to small things is going out the window. Again, right and wrong, another... What I'm talking about is having a cohesive or a society that works well for as many people as it can. Right. Now, having said that, things have not always gone. I've not. I've generally never been in the side of the most people. Right. So, a lot of times it really doesn't matter what happens. I'm still going to get the short end of the stick of stuff. But if everyone is like... It's just everyone for themselves. But that's that's basically where a whole lot of stuff is based on. Think of, think of our, our system of law. The American system, the English system. Yeah. Basically, they think that if two sides go, go butting heads and go all out, the truth's going to come out. That's what you're told. And, and you know what? It could be true, right? I mean, it seems like it seems pretty plausible. It's just the practicalities of it don't seem to pan out. So when I'm go- when I'm talking about it, starts with the small stuff, you know, with society and stuff like that. We want to um, what do we want to do? We want to try and make make a situation where pretty much most people, maybe all, can. Uh, can have a, an environment where they can kind of do what they can as long as it's not like infringing on someone else mm-hmm. to to make your way. That's why I think property rights are so important to a society. Because if you but again, that's something that people are, they're totally subjective about that. If it's you know if it's property rights about somebody they don't care about or who's on the other side, they're like. What what are you what are you what are you making a big deal about this for? But if it's my property, then you better respect my property rights. So 
if you want your property rights to be respected, shouldn't everyone's property rights yes, be respected? Yes, but that's absolutely not the way that, well, at least the activists, like that. that's not how they talk. Well, they talk that way because their, their audience is the people that don't have as much. Right. See, they're, well, they're trying to get their power. Supposedly. They're trying to get their power from a from a constituency. This, at least uh, that, that's what they tell us. I don't know if it's true or not. What do you mean? I well, I think that the a lot of the uh, the activists who say, "Oh, these these this particular group doesn't have power," it's I think it's a lie. A lot of times, that group that group that they're saying they represented is often doing better than the activist says they are. But that that's just the that's their spin. That they're putting on it. But if you're going for power, then there are two groups. There are people that have it and there are people that don't. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think it's a lie. Well, I, maybe I'm not understanding you. But the activists that you're talking about, from what I understand, they're trying to get power. Right. And they feel that the way to, to get the, the way that, that our system is couched right now, you get power by having people elect you to or go to or put you in a position to get power. Mm -hmm. And the currency of power supposedly is votes, but it's really money. So you, you, you want to put yourself in the arena of power, I guess. So with votes that puts you in the arena of power to get the money to get the power. Oh man. So when they're talking to people about how you are powerless, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Yeah. They, they need to get votes. They need to get support to put them in the arena in the arena is the way I think of it. Yeah. So that's fair. I mean, that's true. That is the way that goes. I don't know what you were thinking about though. Well, I'm just thinking about the activists who are saying, Oh, I, I represent black interests or I represent Asian interests or I represent women's, you know, women's rights or whatever. And then, and the, the position that they take is that everybody in their group has no power. And I'm like, that is not true. And it also, that, that also does a disservice to the people that are in the group. Yeah. And actually, a lot of people who are in the group are like, you don't speak for me. Well, they're not and saying it loud enough. Fine, and I don't need you to be like speaking on my behalf. They don't say it loud enough. And uh, yeah, because um, I don't think anyone should have that much power. But I don't have any power. So I suppose if I were, you know... The Grand Poobah obviously they're saying, no, 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 you need to give me the power because I'm going to be just and benevolent. But I, I've had this discussion about shopping carts with other people, like yeah. my neighbor, for example. And, and they just she, laughed? Well, she, she, she just laughed. She just laughed and laughed and laughed because she was like, why are you getting so worked up about shopping carts? And I was like, well, that's where it begins. And then she laughed some more. Maybe you because need to she start. Was like, you sound like a crazy person. Maybe you need to start getting shopping carts and putting around her car. <laughs> oh, she would like lose the plot, man. Banging the door. Or she loses the plot. Like, like she loses the plot continuously about like any time she's mildly inconvenienced by anybody or anything, and then she just basically goes off. Maybe that. And would the only be... reason that there's never nothing's ever happened to her is because she's a little old lady, you know. Well. If you want to stop acting that way, maybe you should sit, you should sit there and think of you being that person mm -hmm. in that time. Right. Is that a particularly attractive thing? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, and we've watched the YouTube guy, right? He's like totally like, 
Well, he's very pr- provocative about it, about the, the shopping cart thing. Like, he'll go up to people and he'll be filming them and being like, are you not going to put your shopping cart back? And people get really, really upset. I think they get upset because they know they're doing something wrong. Right. No one thinks, no one, that everyone that says, like, what are you talking about? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm like, why are you getting unhappy about it when people are asking you about it? If nothing else, my legacy in this world will be all this guy ever talked about on his podcast was shopping carts. Well, look that that was the that, that was the thing that I've that I've always that I've always you know sat there and said. If you have a friend who happens to be tall, and you say that person's really tall, yeah. Or if that person were really good looking, you're like, oh, that person's really good looking. Nobody bats an eye. What if you got a friend who's really stupid? And you say, hey, you know, that guy's really stupid. All of a sudden, they're like, wow, you can't call him stupid. And that guy, they're like, well, he's your why, friend. Why are you calling me stupid? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just like, okay, so these but are all. But you are. These are, all, these are all statements of opinion or fact. You just don't, you just have, you have to like the fact. It's a hard one with friends, though. Because, like, I have friends, like, I have friends, for example, and they'll be coming to the United States. And they'll be like, oh, so what's the deal with this? What's the deal with that? What's, you know, like, how much is this? How much is that? And I'm like, do I look like I'm Julie? not visiting here. Like, 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 I, I haven't been to LAX in years. Like, I don't, I don't, re- I don't go to, I don't use hotels in Santa Monica. Like, like, why would you think that I would know about these things? And I try to be helpful, right? Because I, they're coming to visit. But like, there's a part of me that's kind of like... Bro, you're going to have to figure this out for yourself. Do you think that part of it might be the whole thing that you've uh, attributed to a close family member where they want you to do something? And instead of saying, can you do X? Right. Can you find out? Like, I'm just, I'm like, if you want me, you want me to find out and be Google and go and like call a bunch of hotels and find out what the best deal is. And like, and also, would you like me to call LAX and find out, you know, what the deal is with Ubers and cabs from the airport. I mean, short answer could be yes, but the the internal answer could be yes, but the external answer like, oh no, no, I don't want you to put yourself. But my answer was like, dude, I haven't been to LAX in forever. I think this is what the deal is now out there, but you're probably gonna have to find out for yourself. Okay, thanks. That reminds me of the people that like go online to look for hotels and stuff. Uh huh. I'm just sitting there going, that's that's a that's a dumb thing. Oh, you mean as opposed to calling up the hotel? And Not even that. Much? Not even that. Not even that. Like, you can pretty up any kind of website. Right. I, I remember. I remember when I uh, when I did a. Um, All right, you can make it look, and then you show up, and you're like, "Yeah, what kind of hellhole is this?" Right. Because I, uh, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember uh, visiting uh, Vegas my senior year of college for spring break with a couple of my buddies, uh-huh. and. You know, this is when the internet was all new and fresh. So my my one buddy looked into the hotels and he found one that was three blocks off the strip. Right. For a pretty low rate. And you're like, salts. We got there and that was the longest three blocks I've ever walked in my life. And trying to do it drunk at night. <laughs> I guess there's some pretty big blocks in Vegas. After you've walked up and down the strip. <laughs> So their, their, their marketing was three blocks from... Just off the strip. Just off, yeah. Um, but, but that's I, like ocean view from where I am. Well, you do have an ocean view. Yeah, it was between 
two houses. It's about a foot. Yeah, but it's it's an ocean view. When there's not a van parked in it. And also, you know, you're not like right next to... You are technically three blocks. From the beach. Yeah. It's true. It is pretty close. It's four. It's four. It is pretty close. But those four blocks are like... A couple of miles. No, it's not even... No, it's not a couple of miles at all. It's maybe a mile. It might be. Yeah. It might be a mile. And I, and I very, really... I, I don't get down there very much. Well, you got that big hill to contend with. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the going down part. It's the it's the, the mild incline coming back. Can you imagine calling an Uber to get back up? <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it like the... Was it the was it the Simpsons episode? With the Fat Camp? Fat camp, yeah. With yeah. The, was it the mild? Uh, yeah, there's there's no breaking out of at a fat camp. We don't have a fence, just a mild incline. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've really got to lose some weight. Well, there's there's plenty of ways to do it. There is. Well, some one way is to just have added stress in your life. Yeah. Lack of money that'll that'll make you lose weight. That's great. Real fast. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of people losing weight right now then. Oh, there was a whole generation of dudes that lost tens and tens of pounds. Because they had no money and a whole lot of stress. No, because, well, yeah, they, they went out to fight World War II. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought you were talking about recently. Well, in cosmic time, I guess it's recent, right? I do I do feel sometimes feel sorry for the millennials. And the reason I said The generation that, right after us? Yeah. Like, a lot of them, like, they came out into the job market. There wasn't shit. You know, we're not that much older than the oldest millennial, right? No, I know. But, but there, were, there were years, like, there's, there's, there's like, you know the stories. Oh, 2012. Yeah. People graduated, and it's like, yeah. I guess you're going to have to find a different job. Yeah. If there is one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They can thank all the... Uh, but they, the millennials get a very hard time from everybody. And it's just kind of like, I'm not sure why. I think it's better to be us. We're in between. Well, we're before the millennials. Right. We're, we're in between. We're before the millennials, but we're after the boomers. What, what, what is the next one after Z called? Is it alpha? I hope not. There's nothing alpha about them. Well, what's after Z? What's <laughs> after Z though? Z plus. Z plus plus. Z minus. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. But Zebra. There's, there's a next generation after Z now, right? Uh, there's got to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because like a generation of 17 years. Yeah. Ugh. This reminds me of how old I'm getting, man. I uh, I was getting my car fixed up. I was in the garage this week and got to talking to this Japanese girl. She was like super young. I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, she's probably about the same age as my nephew. Mm. And uh, she was like, oh, when were you in Japan? <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, 1997 years ago? and she was like oh I was born in 2003 oh gosh oh you're in Japan in 97 the summer of 97 yeah <laughs> we're the same we're, we're, we're less than 100 miles away from each other <laughs> did you experience any earthquakes no I was in Korea oh that's crazy actually it's probably more than 100 miles dude we could have hung out I don't know I, don't, I, I would have made it down to Fukuoka no she was from Tokyo I went to Tokyo she showed, she showed me, I showed her a picture of what I, what I looked like. And she was like, oh, you were handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's so true. I was a pretty boy. I was Way back from her. Yes. Nah. I was, I was, I was, 
I was like, I could have been a model, bro. A model for what? <laughs> a model for like grunge clothes or something. Like, don't get me wrong. You're, you know, you weren't bad looking dude, but you look like a picture of every other like Commonwealth person. Oh, in come on. Nah, man. I was a lady killer. <laughs> lady boy killer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Japan is a very strange place. Oh, Japanese people are very strange. Why is that? They live on that island. That's a. I saw some shit in Japan in the bars, man. Actual feces? No, just like I'd never seen a fight in the street with people throwing bicycles at each other before. Were they actually throwing them at each other? Yeah. Or just they were just throwing them. They were throwing bicycles at each other. I'd like never seen anything like it in my life. Were they very light bicycles? Full on bicycles. Okay. I was like, I was like, man. I was like, I never seen this in New Zealand. Hmm. You never seen that shit before, man? It was crazy. People throwing bikes at each other? Yeah. I've seen people throw stuff at each other, yeah. A bicycle? Cinder blocks. Chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I've led a shelter's existence. Bottles of whiskey. Yeah. They're like, like they're, they're, they're fucking unruly when they drink, dude. Well, they're pretty penned up, man. And then when once they drink, though, they go, <clears throat> they go off. Well, their culture is supposed to be, uh, supposedly culturally, they're supposed to, you're supposed to not hold anything against someone who behaves, well, not hold anyone's behavior when they're drunk against them, right? Wow. That's, well, just as well. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but like I said, you know, they're pretty pent up. But, but also like super, super polite and the ones that helped me. Very helpful people. There was, there was a gentleman that we're... Basically, three foreigners standing around. We had to do like I think it was four or five different travel connections, and not, and we between the three of us, we you spoke like words. a handful of like <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> and this guy, he could see us. He could see us at the train station, and he was like, "Do you need help?" And we were like, "Yes, we do." <laughs> and then we we showed him our travel tickets, and he took us through through three or four connections, and like help like us buy the tickets we needed or whatever and then, and then he got us almost back to the airport and then he just gave us a wave and was on his way he like took three hours out of his day to help these useless foreigners yeah well that just kind of reminds me of uh when i was coming back from korea <laughs> there were these uh there were these soldiers who i guess were um doing a change of station okay and I just thought it was really funny because they, they'd probably been in Korea for longer than you had been in Japan. Right. I was like, there three months. Yeah. They were probably there for three or four years. Okay. Or a year or two. Right. Right. Couldn't understand shit. <laughs> they were in there just kind of looking around, listening, hearing people say stuff. And they're like, oh, I think it was this, this way. It was that way. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard dude say this. And I'll, I'll sit there. I'm like, I'm like, fellas, what are you looking for? And, you know, it took them a couple of seconds. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, you speak English. I'm like, I should. I'm from America, you asshole. I didn't say that. Yeah, but that's what you were thinking. Yeah, well, they're, well, they're like, oh, wow, you speak really good English. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember having the thought. Like, like, dumbasses. I remember the thought. I was like, how long were you guys here? And, yeah, and you, you can't even negotiate, like, to not be able to just know a few things, like, to order a ticket or. Well, not even. They were at the freaking airport on the, uh, 
Oh, actually, I don't think the airport had any PA shit going on at right. the time. But yeah. But I just I just remember thinking, wow, you guys must be class A morons. And then I had to. Then I remembered and I'm like, because you know, it took me it within two weeks. No one could tell. No one could place where I was from. Right. So when I first got there, everyone was like, "Oh, are you from? Are you from America? Or are you from wherever?" Right. Right. When I was speaking Korean. After about a week, that turned from from "Are you from America?" to "Are you from China?" Right. And after the second week, they they couldn't place where I was from. That's awesome. Because I didn't have I didn't have the regular Seoul accent. Well, you're really good at languages. I should be. That's the language that my parents spoke to me. But to, still, birth. like to lose an accent in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, my French isn't like that. <laughs> yeah. My German isn't like that. Your Spanish. My Spanish definitely isn't like that. All the Spanish I learned, I learned from watching Telemundo when I first moved here. <laughs> That's awesome. Sit <laughs> the news they talk so fast. Well, I can't. You, you can't. I have to watch soap operas. You I was watching watch soap operas. I was watching yeah. the telenovelas. But I think uh, I've picked up quite a lot of Spanish just by hanging out with the crew. The crew, yeah. Um, oh well, you know, um, I guess that's enough for really because we didn't finish the story. Did you help the guys? Oh yeah, yeah. We we had a we had a fun old time talking. Would, yeah, and then you like help them go yeah. where they wanted needed to go to. Yeah, well, one of the the they were all going to California, so okay. I don't know which base they were going to. But you helped them like get to the right part of the terminal and shit. Well, I like. We were kind of in the in the in the bullpen okay. area to try and get to the terminals and stuff. Right. And I guess the flight that they were on changed terminals okay. or changed gates. Right. So that, that's that's where they were having their issue, and everything's in Korean writing right. <laughs> on the stuff. Was it called? Uh, what's it called? Hunger. Yeah. Pretty hard to read, right? No, it's phonetic. But you got to recognize it. Yeah, well, there's, there's like, it's, it's, it's like 24 or 22 huh. symbols. Okay. Uh, like 12 vowel sounds and 12 What did my friend say it's extraordinarily hard then? Well, maybe your friend has a tenuous grasp on... No, no, she's, she's a smart cookie. And she couldn't understand Korean? Reading it. Or is it Chinese? No, she called it... Hang- what'd you call it? Hangul. She called it that, yeah. There's Hanja. I don't know. That's Chinese. Characters. I felt like I had an L on the end of it. Hangul. Hangul. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's why I never uh whenever I meet someone. Yeah. Okay. So if you if you guys and gals out there ever uh ever run into somebody from a foreign land, don't think you're gonna impress them by busting out the one word you know in that language. No. Um and and, try, and don't do the. You know what drives me crazy is people doing it in the accent. Uh, I think they look stupid. Like chimichangas, you know. Well, that's that's the reason because I'll have a burrito. <laughs> yeah, just call it a burrito. <laughs> uh, like, you sound like a douchebag. Because every now and then I would I would I would bust out what little Chinese or whatever I knew to native speakers, and um, the conversation would only go on for the exchange would go on for maybe a minute or two, and I'd be like, "Look, you've exhausted." My entire repertoire. We need to start speaking English now. <laughs> but I don't necessarily find it offensive when people do it to me. The reason why I stopped doing it to other people is when people do it to me, I'm just like, that sounds really dumb. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, for me, it's more of a pride thing. Yeah. And as, as you and pretty much anyone that's ever met me knows, I've got an iceberg of pride. 
that I need to whittle away at. Uh, <laughs> it's a is it a big? Well, I guess icebergs are big, right? You're right. It's it's. Well, there's little icebergs and there's big icebergs. Mine's mine's twice as big as the iceberg that took down the Titanic. Okay. And just imagining <laughs> myself sounding the way this person sounded, who was being earnest, who was trying to be friendly and earnest. Well, that's the sad part about it, though. Because, well, yeah, because Usually I people was, are trying to be earnest, and I'm like, you sound like the biggest douchebag in the world. I know you're trying to be earnest, but you sound like a fucking douchebag. Well, that's the thing. I, I too, when I was when I used to do that stuff, was being trying to be friendly and earnest. Right. And then being on the receiving end of it just made me sit there and go, ooh. Right. But the funny thing is, there are people that claim to say they'd like it. Maybe. That's their claim. They That's claim possible. They, they claim they like it. That's very possible. Well, they must have much smaller icebergs of pride than I do. Mm. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, Thanksgiving over, Christmas time coming up. Uh, favorite season here, and I just haven't enjoyed it like I used to. Well, it's like you were saying, for some reason, it kind of seemed to go by really fast. So. Well, this this year it went well, by it's fast. it's going by fast. This year's going by fast. This season's going by fast. November was fast. I don't know if December will be fast or not. Like last season, I was loving it. But as I've told you and alluded to before to others, uh, this this season has been, uh, there's been some things. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully you are asleep by now. And if you are, remember this subliminally. Like, subscribe, tell friends.